Welcome back from a long hiatus. We're back with the Bendy and Philby show. I'm Bendy. I'm Philby. And I'm Bees. And we're gonna, I guess we'll start off uh, talking about the Oscars. Bees, uh, what did you think of the Oscars as a whole? I didn't actually watch them. I was at work, um, but I was reading all the tweets about them. So I pretty much got the gist of what was going on. Unfortunately, I haven't seen many of the winners yet. Um, I do like the Gravity one Best Directing. That did win Best Directing, right? Yes. Okay. And I'm definitely happy Frozen won Best um, Animated and Best Song. So let's go down through the nominees, and you guys tell me what you've seen. American Hustle, yes or no? No. No. No? Captain Phillips? Yes. No. Dallas Buyers Club? Nope. No. Gravity? Yes. No. Her? Yes. No. None of us have seen Nebraska. I no. saw Nebraska. Oh, okay. What did you think of Nebraska? I liked it. Well, well, see, how, many, how many times have you seen Frozen? Um, uh, no comment. Have you seen... Four. Philomena? No. No. 12 Years a Slave? No. No. That's oh. number one on my list. Wolf of Wall Street? No. Yes. Okay. Twice. Well, I mean, it sounds like collectively we've seen at least half of them. Yes. You've seen the ones we haven't seen, right? I've seen... American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, and 12 Years of Sleep, but I haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street, Philomena, or Nebraska. Did you see Lars and the Real Girl? It's mm-hmm. not the what same. What is it the same as Her? No, no not at all. Not at okay, all. Okay, well, what are the differences? Because I've, I've seen Lars and the Real Girl. Her, there is an actual intelligence. There's a plot. The, well, yeah, there's a plot. It's not quirky for quirky's sake. It's actually... There's substance. I mean, no, Lars and the Real Girl was fine, but it seemed a little. I don't know. You know what I mean? Quirky for quirky's sake. Lars and the Real Girl. It's Ryan Gosling coping with his grief by buying this blow up like real girl doll, and it's like him getting over his grief. Her is he falls in love with his computer system, but it's more complicated than that because it's not just him. It's like a Revolution of people that are falling in love with their operating systems. I mean, it's really about Brave New World ish. No, well, it's menacing. But yeah, uh, well, Brave New World ish in the sense that it's a future. It's only about like five or ten years in the future, yeah. though. It's it's oh, very. That's, I mean, there's so a few things serious with Siri. Yeah, I mean, there's a few things. You know, they have the sweet high waisted pants. There's uh, all yeah, the other you, stuff they do. Did you notice no one in that movie wore belts? No, they just wore high-waisted pants up to the belly button. Yeah, I don't, That's I, what the future holds. Um, great. Um, I would say her. It's, I mean, it's just about relate like any typical relationship. Yeah. Any, oh, it's not a a relationship out of tragedy. It's more just a relationship relationship. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it explores different types of relationships, but I mean, his is front and center. But there's a lot. Of, like Amy Adams is going through like a different ordeal as well. So it's pretty much a basic rom com. No, no, it's they're funny moments. Now you're just trolling. Now I'm just trolling. Fair, um, it it is really good, and I recommend it to everyone. So you haven't seen Gravity yet, Peas? Yeah. Wait, you said no though. Yeah, I said yes. He said no. Oh, why have you seen Gravity? Gravity, Like because I didn't have time to see Gravity. Uh, it's amazing. I love Gravity. Didn't you see it twice? You saw it twice. I didn't see it twice. I feel bad that I've seen a lot of these movies (laughs) twice, but not some of the other ones which I should have seen. Have you guys seen American Hustle? I forget if you said yes. Yeah, no. Yeah, that was okay. There was there Bradley was really Cooper, no plot involved. Jennifer Lawrence. I hear it's like fine, but it, people were worried it was going to be a Dances with Wolves situation where it won and nobody was sure why. Because Dances with Wolves. Well, that's why it didn't win anything. Well, yeah, but it, it, I understand your analogy yeah. though. And then Wolf of Wall Street. I have not seen that yet. Of the movies I've seen, 
that would have been my best picture of the ones I've seen. I, let's see here. I liked American Hustle, but it was not best picture material. Dallas Buyers Club was really good. Uh, Her was decent. 12 Years of Slave I thought deserved to win. That was pretty uh, well done from beginning to end. Uh, I haven't seen The Wolf of Wall Street yet, but I've heard that's kind of like exhibitionist. Yeah. But I guess overall we're pretty excited that uh, Frozen won. Yes. The rest is... uh, I I didn't really think anything really got shafted. I thought it was pretty pretty mild. Everything that was supposed to won won. Yeah, it wasn't the safest Oscars. Things that deserve to win seem to pretty much win, as far as I know at least. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Ellen DeGeneres did well. I didn't see. She's a very safe choice. I mean, she really didn't go too much out of her comfort zone. But she tipped that pizza delivery guy a thousand dollars. Really? Well, who knows if it was her or like the Academy? But well, but she had her all. She had him on a show the next day. Yeah, I thought that bit was cool. They brought in like pizza and they had like Brad Pitt handing out plates, oh, and everyone was wolfing it down. I hear she was like a good host, if not particularly. Li- um, what's her name? Liza Minnelli. Liza Minnelli got pissed. Why? She made fun. Ellen made fun of her. She made a joke about like her. What was the joke? It was like I. She's a guy. It was something about like something the gist about, of it was that she looked like a man. Something like she. Well, the only person who I know is more of a man than he is is Liza Minnelli, and Liza Minnelli got pissed. Yeah, I'm sure we butchered that, but that was the gist yeah. of it. Uh, moving on uh, from movies, how about recent television? What are you guys watching these days? Uh, Twerkaholics and Brooklyn Nine Nine and Justified. And some Netflix series, but that's about it. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I've also been watching. Yeah, I gotta get behind that. Yeah, you got you got. Bees turned me on to Brooklyn Nine Nine. Full disclosure. Probably my favorite new network show, aside from maybe Agents of Shield. Maybe that can be drama comedy. Okay. I know. I compared it to the this year, this generation's, I guess, generation, decades news radio because it's a very ensemble comedy. Really? I kind of thought The Office was this generation's... Yeah. Mm, Office isn't as... News radio. It's not as bizarre. It's more... It's, I think it's going for a different vibe. Than I feel like if the British Office would have continued, it would have been just as bizarre. But Well, yeah, maybe. No, I'm not saying I there think... weren't bizarre things, but I think it's aiming for... Uh, I don't know how to put it. I think Office set the precedent for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think there is a Brooklyn Nine-Nine because The Office happened. I think The Office is kind of an offshoot of the workplace comedies. I tell you, whatever The Office is, I don't know what the name exactly would be. It's a it's a sitcom. It's an office workplace sitcom. It's a sitcom comedy. Yeah, but I think it's. I forget what they call it with like the documentary. Mockumentary. The mockumentary. It's mockumentary. I think it's. I mean, there are workplace comedies before The Office. The Spin City. Or like literally any of all of them. I wouldn't pick Spin City, but (laughs) I I mean that. Yeah, that's fine. News radio. WKRP Taxi I'd say Taxi was the first news radio Cheers Yes, cheers But I think Office was I think Office is the new news radio I do It was Yeah, I'm having trouble articulating my argument I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine The only reason Brooklyn Nine-Nine stands right now Is because the Office No, no, no Well, literally, yeah Since it's the same guys who made The Office And that's how they Allison Same Allison who casted both uh, Office, Parks and Rec Also casted Brooklyn Nine-Nine I'm saying that's why We're both making this I think we're saying the same thing Is that NBC? No, No, it's Fox Fox. 53 Mm -hmm. I was going to say Because then I lose my nice transition I had But 
despite how much I loathe NBC, just for most decisions that they make, the show Hannibal, I've been loving the show Hannibal. I don't know if either of you guys watch it. I've not watched it, but everyone I follow on Twitter. Well, I was really hesitant. I was really hesitant to start it because I love Sons of the Lambs. Hannibal, the movie, is just okay, and everything after that just kind of, eh. And the fact that they wanted to make a show out of it seemed like they were trying to make a quick buck, but the show is awesome. The art direction is amazing. Both actors are great. The guy who plays Hannibal and the agent that he works with. Uh, It's kind of like the other transition that I'm going to make. It's like True Detective with its stylized violence. Was Hannibal built in competition to uh, the following? I think it was just built as its own platform. I always associate it with Bates Motel, but that's just me. Yeah. But True Detective, I thought, would it... I mean, obviously the show is amazing, but the main kind of sticking point with most people was the ending. What did you think of that? Oh, Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, hold on. Turn it off for the next about five to ten minutes if you don't want to. Philby, do you care if we spoil True Uh, Detective? I don't give a shit. Philby's not one for HBO shows. Mm -mm. What did you think of the ending, Bees? I understand maybe initial, not disappointment, but kind of like, oh... But if you think about it, it really does make sense. And the show really never promised anything bigger than that. And they did kind of glimpse the edge of something. Well, the creator came out the week before. He's like, listen, your theories are wrong. It's going to be someone else. It's not going to be... And that's something I started thinking about and reading about is every show now has to have theories since I probably lost them. I'm sure there are others before then. But Lost was... Well, I mean, Lost was like when the internet, like when... People talking about shows and the internet all yeah. kind of came into perfect harmony. Um, but now every show, everyone has to have a theory, and some shows are just st- stories. A theory and story sync. But I mean, it was still, you still could have uh, speculated. AMC. I mean, they introduced the killer in the first episode, so it's not like it was someone random. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, yeah, you can get them. There's, I'm talking about more than just the mystery, like the theorizing that something really dark and sinister was going on. And well, I mean, like in the it, end, there was, though. There was, but you only got a glimpse of it, which really fit with the kind of Lovecraft theme. Well, what else I like was it wasn't tied up with a bow, either. They find that there's multiple people involved in this ring of killing and, you know, whatever else they're doing to these children, and they only really catch, like, you know, three of the five guys at right. most. But they do the best they could. Or they did the best they could. And that's kind of enough. Right, and what else is awesome is that now all these stars are coming back to television. I mean, it's a little easier with True Detective because it's just an it's just an anthology. It's like American Horror Story. It's different settings, different seasons, different casts. Which uh, I guess the rumor now is Brad Pitt is in play for the mm. for season two. So that would be pretty cool. Season two, True Detective. Yeah. So the way True Detective works is it's just this was the first season, and it's Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. But it's just uh. They're all one-off seasons, so completely different cast, completely different stories. Complete. So. So season two will be completely different. Oh, like American Horror Story. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. It's it's just anthologies. So that's why I mean they can do these shows, wrap it up in eight episodes, and then move on to the next kind of series of that show. So nobody's going to be solving the same mystery that. No. No. Hay and Woody Harrelson was. It, the story to starts in episode one and it completely ends in episode eight. It's all just right. it's just an arc. So uh, no commitments to, very big commitments. For the stars. Yeah, which is really awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, then you can have star-studded casts, and then they can go back and make movies like, hopefully, Woody Harrelson will make Zombieland 2. (laughs) I'll go from True Detective back to Zombieland. I hope. One can hope. What Uh, was your favorite moment of the series? Oh, I'd have to think about that. 
Well, I mean, I know mine off the top of my head was yeah. in episode four. They have a series at the end. It's a six-minute continuous shot without any breaks yeah. of Matthew McConaughey, you know, going into the housing project. Though when he's undercover, the drug deal goes bad. It follows him through like the shootout. There's the raid, the police, you know, throwing that guy over the fence, grabbing him, throwing him in the car, and then it pans up like to the helicopter when the six-minute shot finally breaks. And what's impressive is that they actually filmed that in a real housing project. Mm-hmm. And that they only did that take. They only had a few times to do that take because it was, you know, public. There were actually people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, for lack of a better memory, <laughs> I would go with that. That was an amazing moment in the show. Um, also one of the most intense moments of the show. Kind of almost gave me a heart attack. Um, another show just started. Up is Cosmos. Have either of you guys watched that? No, yes, but I've been meaning to. Neil deGrasse Tyson is my... Hero. Isn't uh, Seth MacFarlane involved in that show? Yes. He's doing the animations and things like yep. that? Uh, no, I'm unclear how involved he is in the animation. Well, they said like he had, he had a big hand bring it to Fox. Cause well, he, he, he did, he's the one who did of any Fox. Yeah, of any network, you would think that Fox would be the least likely to mm-hmm. pick up the show, but he said they were the ones that gave them the biggest budget and the biggest range to do whatever they wanted. It's I mean, it's super basic in its science, but I think that's exactly what America needs is mm-hmm. basic science. I mean, you're playing to the lowest common denominator... Well, not let's not, let's give them a little credit. I mean, if you're watching Cosmos, you're at least that's, interested. Well, in that's it. what I'm saying is that this this makes science interesting to those people who may not be interesting. You have to, like commi- you have to commit to it, it too, though. though. But you have to be, see. You have to commit to it, though. Like, if you know, an average viewer has to choose between Walking Dead and Cosmos, you know, so they have to choose. I, I know which one you've chosen. Well, I mean, Cosmos. Well, but I mean, that's the beauty of TV dead. this day and age, though. Like, I can't, I don't have to choose these days. Well, I, I can watch it on Hulu. I have a DVR. I can watch it on Hulu. I can watch it online. I can just watch a rerun of it. That is a nice but what I'm, feature. But what I'm saying is that it's it's basic science, but it's good. I like it's it. It's a crash course. Yeah, it's good. I'd also like to throw in, uh, not to take away from this, but a plug for the Americans. It's in its second season. Just Bingo, started. That's yeah. been great. You can stream it on Amazon Prime, season one. Catch up, just like Justified, season one through four is also on Amazon Prime. We're right not now. all millionaires, Philby. $79 a year plus free two-day shipping? Pfft, give it to me. Well, actually, $99 if you, a year. If you want, you can say you're year. a family member of Philby and get it for free. Phil, oh, I do Phil B's. Father. Phil yeah. B's right there. Phil B's. Phil B's. Yeah, it's uh, Amazon Prime's a deal. Now it's gonna be ninety nine dollars, but uh, you'll still pay it. I'll still pay it. I get enough stuff shipped to me, day and day. I just got brand new deer netting from Amazon.com and uh, Amazon Prime videos with Hulu and Netflix. I've got everything at my fingertips. Nice. So uh, another show on Amazon Prime Instant is Bosch. And it's a good show, but I do not suggest watching it as you're falling asleep because it will give you nightmares. What is it from? Is this based on something? It's based on a book. And uh, well, a lot of me a little friends, background. What, what uh, kind of show or pilot? What? I believe it was British. I'm not 100% sure, but I mean, it's it's a detective it's a, story. A Bosch point oh. A Bosch point oh, exactly. Um, it's it's a video web series, a web clip series. No, um, it's a detective show. And it is the most promising out of all of the trailers that Amazon produced, including Alpha Dogs, which had Jeff Goodman acting as a uh, member of Congress. Who Jeff Goodman? You mean John Goodman? John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah, who's Jeff Goodman? I think Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, uh, two of my favorite actors, besides Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, 
So you add Alpha Dogs, which was not a very good uh, Zombieland as a show that was absolutely atrocious. Uh, atrocious. Amazon should be ashamed of itself. Um, and then you got Bosch, which is um, actually not that bad. And, well, I guess uh, they said they're producing all these, and then whatever people vote whatever on, whatever people into vote a show. on the most. Yeah, and so I voted for Bosch. Um, I put I have two reviews recently that I put posted on Amazon. One for Bosch, and one for an electronic boogie board, which is those electronic notepads that I write on my to do lists on. Should be sponsored by Amazon for this I, podcast. Seriously, I'm thinking about getting an Amazon.com tattoo. You know the A in Amazon. The little swoosh a, under it. The swoosh under it points to Z because they sell everything from A, a to Z. Z. Yeah. Did you know that? It blew my mind the other day. And we're know. back from commercial. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about things that are upcoming. What are we excited for that's coming up? Two movies that came out today, well, at least in Pittsburgh. Are Muppets, the new Muppets, and Grand Budapest Ooh. Hotel. Um, Those are two good movies. I'm stoked for Muppets. I love that last Muppets. I'm sorry. I know I'm an adult man, but Ricky Gervais is in this one. Tina Fey. I can't wait. Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell. You know, there's nothing. There's nothing. Uh, nothing wrong with liking that. I mean, I, we all love the Lego movie, so. Oh yeah, wait. It was awesome. We movie. never even. We never even went I feel over like how there's awesome. There's much to say. It was awesome. That's, Actually, that's it. it's good to go in not knowing anything is what's going to happen. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah I, like I, I intentionally second, didn't watch a seconded, lot. Seconded. Yeah, yeah I, or thirded. I guess I agree. Don't if you haven't seen the Lego Movie yet, see it in 3D, and uh, we're not going to ruin it for you because we love you, our listeners. Uh, those guys, Lord and Miller, they are the. <clears throat> Excuse me. Best at taking what sounds like a terrible idea, like a Lego movie or a Twenty One Jump Street movie, and making something amazing. And also, Twenty Two Jump, Jump Street is coming out. Yes. Twenty One Jump Street was great too. Twenty One Jump Street was great. Twenty Two Jump Street's coming out. It looks hilarious. Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill will be back in black again. Uh, well, I won't burn it. Um, and what Orlando else? Bloom reprises his role. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Something about the Lego movie. Oh, alright. Don't ruin um, it. Don't ruin it. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to. Intervention, intervention. Game of Thrones is coming oh, out. Oh, that's going to be so awesome. Winter is coming. It, yeah. I mean, you can only say that 70 seasons. So what, what is it? It's season four now? Are uh, we on four? Yes, we're on four. Season four but of book four? It's the second half of book three. It's the oh. second half of book three, but it also has parts from book four, so it's kind of confusing. They're really trying to... To drag it out because George R. R. Martin's taking his good old sweet time doing anything but writing the last two books. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, when money arrives at your doorstep, you figure out how to continue to make that money. I feel money. like he's always had money. They've always been like best selling books. I mean, he's got significantly more now, but. He's, he's always taken a long time to write them, too, before the show. Even. You take one, you take three books and you make three movies, and then you take one book and you make three Although movies. Although the plot slows down book wise. Significantly after book three, so I mean they're gonna have some really interesting times. Um, they, I think they've said they can get to season eight with what's out now. So we have five. Well, then George R. R. Martin's running his mouth saying that they're gonna potentially do a movie. Uh, yeah. wrap it up. But how can you do it? I mean, it's a character-based show that thrives on multiple episodes. You multiple can't episodes and cram it into nudity. a two-hour movie. And nudity. The and feasts, feasts, yes. and red weddings. Ah. I'm so sad. Well, I'm also excited for Veep coming up. I don't know if either of you guys watch Veep, but I, I love Veep. really like first season. I liked what I saw second season. It's just one of those shows that fell off my radar for no good reason. Louis is coming back out. That's exciting. That, that is exciting because he wants to do something different. He right wants here. to do a little... He wants to tweak it a little bit. Speaking of comedy, they also have the Silicon Valley show that's coming up. That's 
brand new. It's on HBO, but it's it's with uh, a few recognizable faces. You went, I, I, DJ Miller, TJ Miller is one of them. Uh, with a couple other people. Did but you guys watch T.J. Miller's mashup? No. No. Oh, and I know it's a like good it. show. But the show, though, is based on... Uh, the guy who wrote it is the guy who was the creator of Office Space. Oh, there you oh. go. Oh, so, yeah, Mike Judge. That's, yeah, so it's actually really exciting. They said it's really, really smart. It's really, really good. Good. We need some more smart shows. Um, I got Captain America Winter Soldier coming out. <laughs> that's really good, too. It's a like Cold War kind of vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, 70s. Yeah, I hear it's... Oh, uh, perfect timing with the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, the... Guardians uh, of the Galaxy looked pretty fun. What's the Guardian of the Galaxies? It is the Marvel movie that is coming out in August. Uh, think, basically, Space Avengers, but... Yeah, it's kind of like their wild card. Like, up to now, they've made straight superhero movies, but now they're kind of playing with... Uh, it's not the one with the owls, the Guardians. No, no. No, that's the... And not Gavel. the one with Santa Claus. <laughs> okay. I... I was worried there'd be a lot of confusion, but once you see the preview of this, it's very, very different. Bradley Cooper plays a talking raccoon with a machine gun. Chris Pratt Chris plays Pratt. Han Solo type. Chris Vin Pratt Di- Vin Diesel is my the new voice favorite of, actor. Vin Diesel's like the voice of an ant, pretty much. Yeah. I don't understand what this is. What it's is- a team consisting of a Han Solo guy, a green assassin lady, um, a talking tree, a blue... Well, I mean, I'm it's down like, with talking trees. That works for me. It's no, like it's a kind of like the Avengers of outer space, but they'll tie into future Marvel movies as well. Okay. It's Eighteen meets Star Wars. Eighteen meets Star Wars. Here, we'll pause for a second and show Philby the preview. So, what were your initial thoughts? So, tell me more about this talking tree that was kind of cool. I want to say he's the last of his species. Not entirely sure about that. So, he, Chewbacca. Well, no one's ever really the last of their species. Look at Doctor Who. Yeah, and also Chewbacca is not the last of the species. Yeah, he was. No, he was not. Yeah, he was a tall Ewok. Okay. Oh, now you're just trolling. No, no, no. They he's were originally going to be... Yeah, right. He's right. They were originally the what the Ewoks were going to be. Were originally... It was going to be the Chewbacca style. Anyways, uh, he can only say one phrase, and that is, I am Groot. Which is, is what Vin Diesel, that's, I guess that's what he's cast for, just to say, I am Groot. I imagine there are different inflections, I would hope. So he's like a Pokemon. A tree Pokemon. He, he kind of is like a grass, a grass type, we call them, Pokemon. A tree Pokemon. Yeah. All right. Um, and he basically can regenerate. Of course, he's a tree. Um, does theoretically. He, does he have the poison ivy power of controlling all plants? I do not know that. Because if so, I've got a new favorite character who I'd want to be. He's got a raccoon that's voiced by Bradley Cooper with the machine gun who perches upon him. Understood, yeah. But I I want to be able to control all plants, too. I want to be able to control all plants. I also want to be a regenerating tree. I feel like you keep trying to sway this podcast to like a nature-slash-hunting podcast. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just throwing that out there. I'm stirring the pot. I'm a pot stirrer. Well, so that's cool. I mean, that transition. I mean, you have a Captain America and is a or is a Guardians of the Galaxy next after that? Yeah, on August first, and then Avengers: three. Age of Ultron, <laughs> two, two, sorry. Age of Ultron, which we saw some uh, artwork from on Tuesday. One kind of cool thing was there was an Iron Man Hulkbuster suit, which is yeah, which I thought he destroyed in the third Iron Man. I mean, movie. he's gonna build more. That's stupid. He it always ends with him destroying his outfits or his, his uh, not his outfits, his suits. Then he also just builds them again. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I actually understand that though. I he's super smart. 
He's got unlimited resources. Also, Scarlett Johansson had to film all her scenes recently because she got knocked out. Knocked out. God damn it. But I guess that, I mean, that's exciting, though, because that means they're actually filming Mm -hmm. the second Avengers movie, which I guess they're going to add a few new characters as well. Oh, yeah, Quicksilver, Scarlet Scarlet Witch. Witch, Which is ironic because they're in the new X-Men movie, but played by different people because of legal disputes between the two studios. uh, Well, just Quicksilver, but yeah, there's a weird... It seemed like a kind of a chicken thing, like they were playing chicken with the It's like how they wanted to have... uh, just like a flash of Spider-Man in an X-Men movies, or vice versa, and the two mm-hmm. studios just won't let them. They're all Marvel superheroes. They um, are going to do an X-Men Fantastic Four crossover, though. That was I announced. did see that. But that looks stupid, too. Uh, aside Who, from who's Michael, clamoring for a new Fantastic Four movie? Aside from Michael B. Jordan as Human Torch, I don't love that cast. Um, just, I, I don't get excited over the Fantastic Four very they're, much. I mean, they should have been left in the 70s. Seriously. I uh, I wouldn't ban them all together, but we could use some more time since the last ones. What about the new Spider-Man movie? I still have to see the last one. You haven't seen the the newest one yet? <laughs> I this really Spider-Man two. No, well, well the, the, one, the amazing like, Spider-Man out, yeah. two, right? The first I one's just, good. You you would enjoy the first one. I have some issues with some of the stuff they did. Like what? How do you know you haven't seen it? Yeah, but I've read what happens. Um, the fact that his parents are such an important part. Like but the they're fact- really not. They're only in it for five minutes. Okay, then. I, this is kind of get entering rumor territory about the next one. Well, the next one, I don't rumors that they'll be in it more. Yeah. Um, There's not a lot to spoil. It's, it's almost exactly the same as the right. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's. The difference is that he doesn't have organic web and that he has a different girlfriend. Yeah, and but that's apparently too. the idea is that his dad was actually kind of... It's kind of like the first Hulk movie. His dad was trying to make him ready to be Spider-Man when he was born or when he was conceived which kind of defeats the whole purpose of Spider-Man who was supposed to be just it's a random mm-hmm. I don't want to say too much about that in the first one it's just I know, I'm saying the dad developed the, the technology one. and he stumbled mm-hmm. into it uh, the second wait a second so this new amazing Spider-Man doesn't have can't shoot webs naturally yeah he has yeah, he has. the he original has one had in the, in the comics he, he makes them himself because he's smart he's like a, he's a genius so he makes this uh, web himself and the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, they changed it, and the comic book fans were outraged. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine with that change, though. But it's, really, it's not a big deal either way. Cool he still change. Well, because now it's like he's not organic. He can't just keep shooting it. Like, he can actually run out of the web. And that it's is stuff. a good It's his own creation. It's, it shows, like, his ingenuity. Spider-Man was just in the same time as The Matrix and did that slow-down photography. Yeah, like bullet time. That's bullet time, mm-hmm. yeah. That... I was impressed by that first one. Well, what's cool is in the new Spider-Mans, they do like the first... It's like if Spider-Man was wearing a GoPro. It's like the first-person view of of him jumping through buildings, which is really cool. That's cool. Here, I'll show you the preview for that as well. I wish Donald Glover would have been Spider-Man and the Amazing Spider-Man. Completely agree. I mean, that would be cool. It was... It's a shame they didn't make Donald Glover. He can play... He can have a snark, and he can have the kind of... But Andrew Garfield's perfect, though. I mean, looks-wise, he's like has the little quips he has throughout the movie. Uh, he, he's good-looking. How can you guys haven't even seen the first movie at all, and you're you're judging? Because I wanted Donald Glover to be the Amazing Spider-Man. The only way I was going to see the Amazing Spider-Man was if Donald Glover was the Amazing Spider-Man. I mean, I kind it's, of understand the choice, but he is more hipster than nerd, and that's not really what Peter Parker is. Who is more hipster than nerd? The Andrew Garfield. Just from his look. Uh, I will. I was a nerd. He's not supposed to be childish Gambino. Yeah, but Troy. 
Troy from Communities in Earth. Troy right there. Yeah. I mean, as long as you ignore his rap career, boom, there you go. You've got The Amazing Spider-Man. But anyway, the trailer's kind of cool. Is B.J. Yeah. Novak the rhinoceros? No. No, that's Paul Giamatti. B.J. Novak is Smythe, who creates... I'm sure not in this one, but... Yeah, he's just he in it to set, it, set something up. He's only in it as like a cameo in this movie. So, what about... So, the rhinoceros... Was Rhino. Right. He's, there's a bunch of villains. There's yeah. Rhino, who's in it for just a few minutes. There's Electro's, Jamie Foxx's, Green Goblin. Are any of them going to be as flaccid as the Sandman from that... From... A Spider-Man 3. No, I think they learned their lesson. He was actually interesting. He was the best part about Spider-Man Actually, 3. I do agree with that. He was the best part about that. The problem was they overloaded it. They they, they miscast uh, what's-his-name as a Venom. I mean, really, if they just hadn't killed Venom, I, you could have said, well, maybe they'll do better next one, but they just kind of wasted him. But, all right, so Rhinoceros, he created a suit for himself? Well, he created what looks like a Transformer for himself. I kind of would rather they have done... They could have made it a little more mechanical, but I wanted it to look like a guy. But in the comics, he's like from the 50s. It looks like he has like a uniform made of felt. It's uh, Yeah, I'm saying they could have done up. something. It in wouldn't bet- hold up. They could have done something in between. I want to see his face. It's, you know, it's I think not. you still see his face in the movie. They just they didn't reveal too much in the trailers. I mean, they're really trying to push it like as Avengers, though, because it's like Sony's only property as superheroes. So they already have... Four Spider-Man movies contracted. They have a Sinister Six with all the villains. I don't know how yeah, that's going to work. Um, four. Wait, four more Spider-Man no, movies. Four in total four and in total. a uh, Sinister Six okay. movie. All right, I was kind of confused. Four in total. Wait, was it two more? Aspects? Spider-Man one, oh. two, three, four, and then mm. the other, the villains movie. Okay. Uh, okay, the Amazing Spider-Man one, two, three, four. Yes. Okay. Right. Sorry. Not to be confused, confused with just. Just the regular Spider-Man. I'm getting, I'm getting all confused. The average Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. The average. Wow. Right. No, the first two were really good. I no, number two is one of the best superhero movies, I think. I really liked number one. What would you say is the best superhero movie? Avengers. Oh. Um, Spider. <coughs> oh, okay. Excuse me. Spider-Man I'm, two is pretty great, though. I'm saying Avengers. Uh, because Dark Knight. I think almost isn't a superhero movie. It's just yeah, a really I agree. good you movie can't, about you can't, That's just a drama. I mean, it was wasn't it nominated for best picture. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a serious movie. Uh, it's, it's like yeah. Heat. I love the three Batman's, but I'd say Iron Man one is my favorite superhero movie. More than Avengers. I like. I'd say Iron Man one. I mean, there's there's some problems movie. with all three Iron Man movies, but Avengers is just so good beginning to end though. Back in Black as an opening. Yeah, and he's no. I think one's really good. I'm uh, trying to live I love three. That way, I like movies where they don't have to set it up. Like they don't dumb it down for anyone. Like if, like Avengers, they just step right into it. They're yeah. not like, hey, because you've got because well, they dumbed it down in the previous movies for all the individual like, characters. Thor well, they have to introduce them. It takes a little bit to introduce these characters. I think some parts of Thor are still too. Like his merry band of friends. I don't. They, oh, they I serve love no. Guys. No, they serve no purpose. They help them out at the end. They help him escape in the second one. Barely. No, they don't. They're like, oh, here, I'll set you up in a sweet little hovercraft. No, get out of here. Eh. <laughs> get yourself I like the, the fake drama with Lady Sif. Like, oh, like he's ever going to pick her. It's pretty... It's not like... Like, anyone over Natalie Portman is never going to happen. Yeah, well... That's I what that's I thought. It's a matter yeah. of... You know... Personal opinion. I also like that they recast the one guy to be the guy from Chuck, and this is in the second movie. 
Yeah. What's yeah, that? He did a good job. One of the one friend. I don't. I don't know any of his um, stupid friends' names, but Vandal. the one who like the sword. Yeah, yeah the, the kind of girlish-looking guy with the sword. Looks like Carrie Elway's in Princess Bride. Which movie are we talking about? Thor, Thor. Thor 2. Okay. And Thor, yeah. They recast the guy from the first well, he movie. He was be the guy one. from Chuck. Oh, yeah. He was originally cast in the first one, but some, like, did some more deal he had to drop out. Don't forget. Well, I mean, I, I've only seen the second one. I didn't see the first one. You ever saw the first Thor? No. I saw Avengers and I saw the second one. Had you seen any of the movies besides Iron Man before Avengers? Have you uh, seen I Hulk? saw Avengers. I saw... Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, I saw... Right, because Iron Man 3 was post-Avengers. Well, Iron Man 3 was post-Avengers. I saw Iron Man 3. You're starting to see a trend here. Um, I saw... Captain America? Captain America I have not seen yet. Can't wait for the second one. Oh, Winter Soldier. See the first oh, yeah. Isn't is the it... first one on Netflix? Yeah. yeah Winter is. Soldier is the second one. The first one's like a click away. It's at the tip of your fingertips. Your fingertips, like you Tips said. of your fingers. Tips yeah. of your fingers. Uh, at Netflix, or is it on Hulu, or is it on Amazon? It's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Or is it on all three? I'll search my Roku later. This okay, you podcast brought to you by Roku. Um, so, let me think. Um, what other? Who are the other Avengers? Hulk. Hulk didn't Incredible see any of the Hulk, Hulk movies. That was the Edward Norton Hulk. Oh, yeah. the Edward Norton. It's Hulk. on FX almost every other day. <laughs> it is pretty much in between Always Sunny. Um, well, what about Hawkeye? <coughs> he didn't have a movie. Why hasn't Hawkeye had his own movie? <laughs> because he's he fine. did. Michael like said. Well, he, no, he had a cameo. In Thor. He was in yeah, Thor was for Thor. a decent amount of it. Had you seen Thor? You'd know that. Uh-huh. Whoa. <laughs> And Black Widow was interesting. She's in Iron Man 2. I, I remember Iron Man 2. But I like how Scarlett Johansson shows up. I pay attention. Thank you very much. And I like how they have her. have her as, like in Winter Soldier 2, as yeah. a, a supporting character. Like they're not, they're keeping, <coughs> oh, excuse me, they're keeping the focus on everyone. Mm-hmm. So in a traditional sense, we always like to end the podcast with just a few minutes about recent music that we're listening to that we like to promote. So uh, Philby, take it away. So uh, right now I'm jiving with a band called Lake Street D- Dive. How'd you find them? Um, I was on Spotify, and Tedusky Truck Bands was, is one of my favorite bands on Spotify, and they were like, you listen to Tedusky Truck Bands, why don't you try Lake Street Dr- Dive? And so I did, and then I looked at for concert tickets for Lake Street Dive, sold out at Mr. Smalls. And oh, individual tickets are $60, going for $60 on Craigslist. So it's a little out of my price range because I've got a couple concerts coming up. Bruce Springsteen, Black yeah, Keys come out with a new uh, single on Monday. This Monday, March 20, whatever, 24th. Um, but, yeah, so I wish I could have gone to Lake Street Dive, but there will be more concerts this year um, coming out. Uh, my mom told me the other day that the... Counting Crows are coming to town. Oh, I like Counting Crows. I do too, but I'm not going to pay money to see them live. I'd pay at least twenty dollars to see them. They're on Groupon right now. If you want to grab those tickets, nah, you're nah, June twenty third. Um, but yeah, I'd suggest checking out Lake Street Dive. I heard them on W E S A or uh, Y E P the Y-E-P, other day. Yeah, yeah it's pretty sweet. Uh, I have two that I like to promote. The first one is a. Uh, it's from 2002. It's an old one. People will be familiar with it, but it's the Johnny Cash. Uh, it's like volume four. It's the one he does all the covers of the songs. It's uh, He does like the uh, Nine Inch Nails Hurt on there. He has a few other good covers on there. So I've been listening to that a lot. Uh, shout out to PJ for kind of reinvigorating that one. I was going to say, you listened to that down in Florida. Yeah, we did. That was nice. Uh, the other album is brand new. It's uh, I never listened to her before, but St. Vincent. 
I was kind of reluctant to listen to her album, but it's actually really good. She was on Colbert, uh, a.k.a. Annie Clark, I guess is her real name. It's kind of a blend of all things in music, but she's great. She's a great musician, and the whole album's what really good. What was that good. again? Uh, St. Vincent. St. Vincent. I'll yep. check it out. She's really great. I actually have been listening to something not Ooh. recent, but, you know, not the same thing I've always been listening to. And it's a guy, he's Irish, um, he goes, he plays under Miracle of Sound. I found him on a website called The Escapist Magazine. Um, his stuff is... Is it like folksy or alternative or indie? It's, or? It's all, he does all different genres of music. Oh, Each cool. song is different. Um, I'm not going to tell you what his bit is because it might make you dismiss him. His what? His Like what his kind of bit, his stick is. Oh, okay. It might make you dismiss him if you just listen to the songs. They're good, not knowing what the deal is. That sounds cryptic, but I'm saying listen to the songs before you find out what the songs are, what his stick is, basically. Okay. But yeah, he is kind of all over the place stylistically, but I mean, he, he is good, I think. Well, uh, with that, that thus ends our podcast. As always, I'm Bendy. Uh, I'm Philby. And I'm Bees. And uh, tune in next time. Hopefully it won't take uh, a year this time around to have our next episode out. Tell all your friends. Tell all your friends. Because of you